Hello and welcome to Barbage Time, the official podcast for the chase for Stephen McGee. I am Ryan Brown and not Brandon Barber, as you might have guessed by now. I am guest hosting this evening's Barbage Time podcast because Barber is going to be a contestant in some trivia later. So I figured I'd just run point for the whole conversation. And uh, Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks for setting it up and uh, allowing me to fill the chair for the evening. Thanks for uh, for taking up the reins. It's nice to uh, to hand off to a professional like yourself. Um, I think people would rather listen to you than me, so it's kind of perfect in that sense. And uh, we should have a good show here. Yeah, now you can really get your hot takes off now that you're in the guest chair. You know, I know you don't. You know, you haven't really had the platform yet. But now, now that we're pointing the questions the other way, I really hope you can just kind of let it out for me. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna let her up tonight. <laughs> All right, perfect. So week twelve in the books, and um, most well, almost, of them are almost almost in the books. Almost in the books. I'm sorry. You know, it really pisses me off that I'm not watching this game right now because um, I think there'd be a lot more raw emotion. Um, but we gotta wait till tomorrow. Um, Steelers and Ravens still gotta play that game. Um, obviously, I got Ebron going in the closest uh, matchup of the week, um, but. <sighs> yeah <laughs> one one make or break and uh the playoff picture is starting to round into form i think yeah a little bit sure. toward the top at least yeah for sure so well give me your thoughts your overall feelings i mean uh f- four five six you know still very much up in the air um looking like depending on how things go tomorrow night dakota might be on the outside looking in what do you think yeah it'll be interesting it's definitely looking like between what you dk and warner it's kind of up in the air because whoever doesn't win the division could be on the outside looking in um i do think that garrett could also drop out here um so we'll have to keep that in mind too but um i mean dk at this point at 69 that he he put up so far i guess guess he has pittsburgh defense but like bam dude I know, and it's funny. I'm sure if we went back through the archives, I mean, we would be pumping TK's tires like maybe even two weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, you can never bet on a safe number um, week to week, and especially going into the playoffs. I mean, once you get into that top six, you know, it's house money, man. You know, it's anyone can have an up week. Anyone can have a down week. Um, and we kind of saw that um, this week. You know, not a lot of close scores with, uh, I mean, Warner still to be decided. Um, but we're going to go to the first matchup. We're going to go to the Wheelie Bros, um, just dominating Yogi, um, 181 to 94. Um, I guess not much to say on this one. You know, it's just we think Germ is capable of <laughs> this performance, you know, week to week. And we know we never really count him out, you know, at any point in the season. Um, but yeah, Tyreek Hill getting you 55. Um, it's hard for anyone to come back against that. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, that first half was pretty legendary, going for 200. Honestly, KC almost gave that game away just by, like, going away from it, I feel like. Because he had that DB on a string. Like, he could do whatever he wanted with him. Yeah. Uh, 200 yards in a quarter, you know, getting three touchdowns. Easy 55. But, I mean, you know, um, he is uh, germ, you know, putting up that big number. But he is 3-8 and eight on the year. And once you see, like, the points are coming from three guys and then um, you're running back in tight end, only getting you 10 combined. Um, and then <laughs> starting DeAndre starting DeAndre Swift doesn't help either. Um, 
Yeah, and DeAndre Swift um, plugging him as an injured player and getting zero <laughs> is not going to help you either. But um, overall, um, you know, the 9-10 and 10 going at it, uh, nothing really, you know, on the line this week. Um, just Jerm putting up a good fight. Yeah, Jerm is one of those teams that if he was in the playoff hunt, you 100% do not want to play him like because he can have these weeks, no problem. And he has guys on his bench, like uh, whenever Juju comes back, I'm not sure if he is coming back or not, but him and Taylor, like they can definitely go off too. Gurley has looked good this season. I'm not sure his deal about whether he's coming back or not, but he's a solid team for a 3-8 and eight team. I'm soon to be 4-8, and eight, but doubling up on Yogi so far. Yogi still has McFarlane Jr. going, Deontay Johnson, so he'll get a couple more points, but... I don't think anyone's expecting him to take a big chunk out of this lead. So, um, well, gonna be gonna be interesting next week. Um, you know, when he if if he has to play Warner, he play he plays Warner next week. So, um, if Starner puts up this number against Warner when it matters, um, you know, could could knock Ryan out of it. Uh, he plays DK. So, um, what thirteen? Di- yeah, different guy, but. Uh, but- Oh, DK. Sorry about that. Just, just as important, um, though, if he, he puts this <laughs> up against DK, like that's a problem because true. The the situations are similar. Um, yeah, DK has a good team and definitely does not want to get knocked out by Starner. So, um, but at this okay. point, it's basically there's seven teams that that are in it now that Matt's going to lose this week. So, um, it's basically down to who wins this last week. Yep. Germ can right. play spoiler for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. We're going to go to Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang um, versus the big old sweethearts with Goonie Gang taking it 157 to 111. Uh, Cook still has Tucker to go if they play tomorrow, um, but this one's already sealed up. And uh, Cook looking strong going into the playoffs, huh? So this is like the scariest Cook team right now because – like, when you think of Cook, you think of his running backs. You think of Dalvin Cook, you think of CMC. Well, he didn't even have CMC, and Dalvin didn't do anything, basically. So it basically came down to the rest of his team. And the fact that the rest of his team can hold him up, even when those two either aren't playing or aren't doing well, that's a scary thought, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 157 without the kicker going. And even if, you know, Debo isn't going to put up 22 every week but you plug cmc in and you, you you have to think that you need to score at least 160 um to beat cook in the playoffs um which <laughs> based on the up and down weeks everyone's been having toward the back half of the season um you know that's that can be a, that can be a steep hill to climb so very dangerous um and on the other side you know matt four and seven on the year sitting at eighth right now um I think he kind of resigned himself that it wasn't going to happen like a week or two ago. Um, but <laughs> got, got to love him for trying, you know, doing the old barber rule and throwing in um, the wide receiver at quarterback. Um, didn't really benefit him. Only got him negative 2.7. Um, but, you know, still fighting, still putting, still making those transactions and uh, still putting a good team on the field. Yeah, you got to shoot your shot, man. When you're uh... – when you're four and seven, you know you're you're on the downslope. You got to just shoot your shot, throw them in there, hope something happens. I mean, even like one touchdown would have probably been worth it. Looking at his bench, so I'm not sure who he would have played, but Cole Beasley with the passing touchdown, not the rushing or the receiving touchdown. I don't think um, you're expecting that 
the actual wide receiver throws the touchdown and not the wide receiver playing quarterback. Um, tough to predict that, but he's been trying whatever he can, and I mean, it's just not Matt's deer, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see if he uh, takes a different different methodology next year instead of doing 113 moves, maybe cuts that down <laughs> to like 80 moves, and uh, maybe keeps someone here or there, but... I mean, maybe I doesn't a, maybe doesn't do a three player trade the night he drafted his players. Yeah, that, that'd probably help. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but, he, he's at least gotta be happy that he has a guy like Justin Jefferson, which he got from me, and he got the better of me in that deal. Honestly, yeah, um, I was gonna say at least that's working out for him. So it's at least he has someone fun to root for every week, and Jefferson's been great all all year, pretty much. So. Definitely did well uh, believing in him, jumping on him, getting him for a value. So, Yep, but, you know, Chark being injured and just, like, his backs haven't worked out, you know, the way he wanted them to. So um, not much more to say about this one. Cook looking strong, getting into the playoffs. Uh, Matt just kind of realizing where he's at. But um, I don't count him out to make a more, couple more moves and see what he can do next week. All right, so moving on. We are going to go to the low-scoring affair of the weekend uh, with the weak-ass pussies. Um, looking like they're going to beat uh, tight ends and tight paws, uh, Mr. Dakota Coon. Dakota still has Pittsburgh's defense, um, looking to put up something big against a Baltimore offense that is losing a lot of people. Um, and Garrett still has Johnny Smith at the tight end. Um, no, he got a zero. Oh, you got a zero. Right. Sorry. Well, that's dumb. Um, <laughs> that was unfortunate but, for Garrett. That was unfortunate. I'm sorry about that. Um, but, you know, I can't really talk much <laughs> about, you know, a low number because uh, my team has shown that they can do that in the past couple of weeks. Um, but it just shows that I think uh, these weeks can come out of nowhere. Um, Garrett not looking as strong as he was you know, even two, three weeks ago. Um, and I don't know, he's on, he could be on the outside looking in, um, by the end of next weekend as well. Yeah, definitely could be. Um, I would say that Garrett doesn't have much better of a team than you do at this point. Like, I don't know. You seem to be fairly consistent Whereas, I mean, Garrett's been putting up these low numbers. So, um, I'm looking at the points four, and as far as the, you two, it's like that far. (laughs) I, I think yeah. within, within one week, because you cut it in half this week because you got 50. So right. I think it's another 50, and you've caught up to him. I, I don't yeah, know. He, I'm, not, he, I'm not liking this team. Yeah, he, and he didn't even have, like, a lot of people on buy. It's not like he was, you know, uh, scraping together or something. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I can't believe Amari Cooper's still putting up 24 uh, with the way Dallas offense looks. Um, but um, Jones didn't put up the number, you know, he was expecting, and – yeah, um, we all saw how bad Philly's offense was. Uh, what was that last night? So, yeah, Fulgham only getting 2.6. Um, Dakota on the other side, too. I mean, he's only projected 76, and, you know, he, he's going to have to fight for something next weekend. Um, you know, do you think this is just like an anomaly? Like, Kyler Murray isn't going to get seven, 7.9 points, you know, like next weekend, but. Um, you see anything concerning with maybe Jacobs or um, does Taysom Hill really make Kamara that bad? So 
I do think that the Camara thing is a problem right now with Taysom Hill, and I'm not sure if Drew Brees will be back. For he has like in his entire midsection just broken, so I'm not sure about that. Uh, Jacobs, honestly, like he's been good overall in the season, but he's only had a couple high end. Most of his games have only been about 12, 13. I feel like, uh, and he's had a couple of these games that are in single digits. It's just that team is so inconsistent. When they get down, they're not on the ball. So it's tough to, to rely on it. Diggs, he started out really, really well. He had done pretty well so, like before, but you got to wonder, like, is is he going to be concerned enough for him? Because, I mean, at this point, if you're not getting the high-end games out of Jacobs or Kamara, you need him out of Diggs. Uh, it'll be interesting what he's able to cook up here. At the very least, he has... Like, you could just roll out Latavius Murray or Flex and kind of hedge the bet there, but I don't think that feels very yeah. good. I just don't – I don't know how you would stare at that four, like that 14-point projection and uh, <laughs> and then sub in uh, Latavius Murray, you know, get in a rotational spot and just roll with New Orleans running backs. Well, um, I just mean him over Hines. Just like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't, tr- you don't trust Hines? Not so much. I just think You're not buying it? I, I, it's not that I don't buy Hines. It's that I don't buy in that backfield because it's just mm. kind of whoever gets thought in, whoever gets a 10-yard carry on their first carry is going to be the one for the day, it feels like. Um, now, he does have Pittsburgh defense, which always helps because you can count on them for around 20 or so every week, it feels like. Uh, Antonio Brown, we'll see what happens there. Um, he was looking really, really good until this past week, so uh, maybe the yeah. Chiefs just had a game plan for him, but... We'll see if he bounces back. Right now, it's just these two teams are in very similar spots, I feel like. Um, it's tough to choose between the two, honestly. Uh, what do you think of Michael Thomas? <sighs> I mean, I, you got to roll him out there just based on name alone. Because, like, even if he hasn't proved himself as, like, a safety blanket, like, they're going to go to him in big spots and in volume, especially in the second half. Um, I don't know who they're playing next week, but... Um, yeah, the Saints are such just such a huge question mark. I mean, applying to both these teams. Um, I'm just looking at Kyler Murray and you know, we were talking about Dakota about where like where are his points gonna come from next week. Like Kyler's gonna have to play the Rams and you know, if if Las Vegas is gonna get down early and they're gonna have to throw the ball more, I don't think Jacobs is gonna get the touches. So um So I got I don't the know. schedule or the uh the Saints schedule pulled up. They might have okay. one, the best schedule I've seen. So it's Atlanta, Philly, KC, Minnesota, Rush League. <laughs> That's about wow. as good as you can get. Uh, so but is Taysom Kamara, Hill going to throw him the ball? You know, like Camara <sighs> could be better for a DK at the very least. True. Now well, bring up Aaron Jones. He hasn't exactly been set, setting the world on fire recently. Um, haven't seen those big games since what week two? Is what I'm looking at. Most of them have been 10, 11, 12. Um, today, or this week, you got 95. Um, if I were to tell you, like, I gave you, like, three different running backs, I gave you Jacobs and Zeke, you'd think that Aaron Jones would easily top out of that, those three, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jones, yeah, Jones playing for the Packers, and, you know, I mean, riding with Zeke, you know what it feels like. Um just as soon as Dak went down, the stock for every skill position, you know, in Dallas went down. So, yeah, I would definitely put, you know, Jones at the top of that list. So Zeke is only three points behind Jones on the year, and Jacobs is actually six points ahead of Jones. So it's just like Antonio Gibson is actually like 15 points ahead or whatever of uh, of Aaron. It's just it's crazy how 
you kind of have this mindset because he started so well. But really, mm-hmm. I mean, he's closer to a guy like Zeke than he is a guy like Antonio Gibson or James Robbins. It's kind of surprising if you if you really kind of have that mindset, you know? Yeah. Did, did Kale draft Gibson or did he pick him up? Oh, he drafted him. Won't play him yeah. until he plays me, of course. It's so frustrating to look at every week. Yeah. And he finally did it. Um, of course, I've been literally texting him every single week. Why didn't you play Gibson? And he'll just oh, be like, who am I going to sit? And all this stuff. And yeah. Then he, of Tell course, him I'm going to sit, Barber. Tell him I'm going to sit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he plays him against me and he puts up, what, 38? Yeah. It hurts. Oh, yeah, I'll never understand it. All right, so anything anything else you got on this one? No, I definitely think these are two of the most interesting games, though, in the league. Um, because I think if either one gets hot, I could see them upsetting someone in the playoffs. But at the same time, I can see both of them or going out in the first round. Yep. It's very interesting. Yep. All right, we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, we're going to go to my matchup. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, down by six and a half right now to Godwin was one of us, Mr. Ryan Warner. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, through the one o'clock window, um, I thought I was putting up a chance and then I watched, uh, just Rogers go off in prime time and thought it was absolutely over for me. Um, but I got Eric Ebron still going, uh, hopefully tomorrow, uh, projected eight. Don't think he's going to get eight. Do I think he's going to get six and a half? Maybe. It's a, it's enough for me to hope. It's enough for me to watch every minute and stay up late again. Um, but, you know, I think I'm just showing that, you know, Warner can be beaten. I think, um, yeah, he got big, he's always going to get big numbers from Rodgers and Adams. Um, and Metcalf just <laughs> looks like a fucking beast out there. It's crazy that he put up 26 and didn't even have a touchdown. Um, but 10 receptions, 177 yards. Um, Alaire having a, a little bit of a down week. Hopkins probably not being the receiver that, you know, he hoped he was going to be whenever I traded him to him. But, um, again, I mean, you guys said it last week. Um, Eckler coming back and be a huge boost to his team. Um, Rogers likes Tanyan. You know, he got, he got that fucking 40 yard touchdown, um, right down the seam. And, um, if the Green Bay Packers play well, you know, Warner's team does well. And that's a double edged sword, but, um, you know, I gave him a good punch and, uh, I could steal it from him tomorrow. Yeah. And I think if you are able to, that basically puts you in a really good spot going for the playoffs. I mean, you're not obviously guaranteed or anything, but we were just talking about, you're not even that far back on points four anymore. Um, you'll be that game up. I think you, you gotta be pretty happy if you are able to get that. All it takes is one touchdown. That's basically it. And one touchdown for one. That's all you need. Yep. Just a little... A little uh, halfback screen behind three wide receivers in garbage time of the Sunday night game to uh, get my boy Montgomery over 100 yards with the touchdown, um, going from a pedestrian, you know, 13 to 26 points. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Brady's been a a proven backup, you know, since Dak went down. And um, I hate Mike Williams with a passion, but um, the boomer bust factor's there. I just need my (sighs) – it, like <laughs> I've been saying it all year, but I need my team to get healthy um, because I think if Gaskin, you know, can come back to a good Dolphins team and get the, his touches um, while they make a playoff push um, with, and if Lazard, you know, continues to work his way back to the offense, 
Um, there's so many weapons on that team. I don't know if I'd have the confidence in it, but I'm just trying to make it, man. I just I got to make the chase, and then we've just talked about all these teams being flawed, and everyone's kind of been exposed at this point, you know, for separate reasons. But it just shows, like, once you make the chase, anything can happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would just say that your running backs are looking solid right now between Carson, Goldman. Once you get Gaskin back, you got a great top three in Montgomery. I don't think he's going to play the Green Bay Packers again, or at least uh, he might play him one more time, but I don't think that uh, now he's done for the fantasy season at least. They play week 17, but I think that's right. like the only matchup he could probably put up a 27 again because they're so bad against rush defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, if you get Gaskin back in there, that's a solid guy too. Um, you can get high end from Brady for sure. McLaurin's always been good. Williams has a great high end. You know, he has a very low floor, but um, Shepard's a safe guy as well. So you're going to be tough every week. Yep. I mean, that's all you can hope for. I mean, Gallman has seven touchdowns in six games, which <laughs> is crazy because I think he's been added and dropped like three times and just, you know, um, the way the Giants have turned it around in the second half of the season has definitely um, helped me out. But, yeah, man, we're all just clawing and, you know, um, ultimate Sunday, ultimate Sunday coming up. I can't wait. Um, yeah. So, but, so Barber, I think uh, I think that was the last of the review. Do you want to quickly go into your power rankings? We will look at the previews and then well, uh, we could uh, we could talk about my matchup if you would like. I don't mind yeah. skipping it personally, but um... no, no, Barber, we don't need to. Fine, all right, fine. <laughs> because there are some interest. <laughs> I was uh, uh, so I was hoping you wouldn't catch me. Uh, but yes, I guess we will talk about your game, Barber. Um, Not that yeah, I, they're, they're, I really want to, but I mean, it's just I guess for the record. Go ahead, just jerk off to Patty Mahomes, and then um, you know, complain. You know, for just go ahead, just go ahead. Well, first off, minus minus the cheating player, um, I'm right there for t- tomorrow night or tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. We got Claypool. Um, so you minus 36.1 from Fuller on the 179 and I'm right there. I'm right there. Um, I actually, do I have the lead? Yeah, I think I have the lead. So, um, looking good for me. Um, just need Claypool not to put up negative points and, and I got it. So great comeback week. He started out strong, um, with Antonio Gibson. Um, Mm. I mean, Zeke wasn't looking good, but when you got Chubb, you got Mahomes and you got, uh, got Mr. Bobby. Bobby Anderson going over the top. Yep. I mean, it's a tough team to beat. Kale gave it his hardest effort. Um, just came up a bit short. <sighs> this is the ultimate uh, ethical crossroads uh, for Kale because Will Fuller getting um, popped for PEDs. Um, we don't know how many weeks you know he's been cheating and um, put inflating his numbers throughout the year his best year of his career the only year he's looked like he was going to play 16 healthy games and uh and let's be honest in the back of our minds we were all thinking this dude is 100 percent roiding and kale was doing the barry bonds he's just working out very hard he has a new trainer he's yeah just, he's, i had him last just, i had him last year he wasn't doing shit for me last year he had one game where he threw up 50 points we all remember that but yeah, he, he must have just been, you know, starting a cycle. Then I just, I, I don't know what we do. I, you know, there, you know that Kale has these like levers of power as the commissioner, and he's staring at a slider right now, and he's like, 
I could just strike this from the board um, and take the loss. Um, but I don't know if he'll do that. I don't know if he's the man of honor we think he is. Kale, I'll even put it out there. I will let mm. you slide in Devontae Parker. So you can have the 19.9. I will call you a cheat if you keep Will Fuller in there because I don't know. I, I think it just sets a bad precedent for the kids. And that would put you right around Claypool's projection to take the lead. That sounds kind of fair. That I mean, sounds kind of... It would make tomorrow's that's... night's game even more interesting for both of us. I just I think it's the right thing to do, Kale. I think it's safe to say the ball's in his court. Um, you know, he has a lot. He's, he's got a lot to lose. So I think he might have to do some convincing in the group, me. But um, I think we, we think you should do the right thing, Alex. I think we're all on board on this one. You roster four quarterbacks and you cheat. Um, I think <laughs> you have to do the right thing, Kale. Just take Will Fuller out of the lineup. Okay, so perspective standings um, with an asterisk next to it. Next to it. Um, I mean... Even if, you know, uh, the scores get certified, uh, I think, Barbara, you're safely into the playoffs. Kale's still fighting. Um, He's in a I mean, good spot because of the points for, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, like that, That's what I was looking at. I was looking at the league table, seeing, like, what kind of tiebreakers he was going to have and, you know, however they shake these things out. But, yeah, even with even with Parker on his bench um, and Thielen probably going to come back from his injury next week, Um yeah, Kale's looking scary, and we just need to drag him down as much as we can so he doesn't get a big head going into the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. So not much All else right, to that... say about this matchup, uh-huh. honest. I think I think it, we just have to wait for the reply. Yep. All right, is that the last matchup, Brandon? I think we got him all now. Yeah, I believe so. You got him. <laughs> okay, cool. So do you want to tell me your power rankings? Brandon's official power rankings – the tables are always turned, and he's always asking for our opinions. Now it's time for his official power rankings, Brandon Go. Now you all might want to sit down, but I'm going to start it out with a, a shocker at 10, 9, and 8. We're going to go Matt, Yogi, and Starner um, in that order. Just I know it's it's kind of shocking, but that's where I have them. I'm sorry. Um, now we're going to move up to uh, this next tier. I'm going to put, put it as mid-tier and... Uh, well, this is the bubble. This is the bubble tier. You're you're essentially predicting the playoffs right now. So yep. just be careful. So I am gonna go Breon Brown DK Brown. I'm giving you the nod. I think you get it done tomorrow. I'm throwing yes! you in the playoffs. Yes, I got you at that right, sixteen. Uh, I needed that. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> got you. <bro. laughs> um, now. I would actually say that I would flip DK or Breon, and I think you're pretty solid at that six because I, I know DK is lo- losing this week if I have you winning, obviously, so it's a lot harder for me to have him at five, but I don't know. I think Breon's going to get his ass whooped, and I think DK can I am, bounce I, back. I am playing Yogi next week, so I do like my chances. Yeah, that's that was what I was looking at. So yeah. I've got that as the mid-tier, and then we get into the contender tier. I'm going... I would have this a lot differently if Kale wasn't playing a cheater and actually had a real quarterback instead of a running back for quarterback. Um, a running Ouch. back with COVID at that. So I have Kale, Barber, Cook, Warner. Um, so Kale, okay. I, I did have you at number two um, going like after this week. And then just the way things have come out, it's not looking good. And I don't like the vibe your team is giving off right now. Um, the fact that you were sitting Gibson all year. 
Um, you got the spite play this week, but I can't trust you to play him next week. So yeah. Sanders isn't doing anything. Um, sorry, bro. I got to put you at four. Um, put myself at three. I think I have a solid base with Patty and uh, Kelsey. Everyone says I don't have any receivers, but I look at Kelsey as my number one receiver at this point. So um, kind mm. of works out for me if you look at it that way. Um, but yeah, <laughs> need a little bit more from Zeke uh, and Mostert to uh, <laughs> to really be able to compete. But uh, we'll see if we can get that. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I think Cook is looking very strong, especially I'm counting CMC coming back. So uh dalvin cmc and then i've already said like this week he's shown he doesn't even need them to win it's scary herbert looks great has a great schedule finisher and then warner i got you at number one and i mean i've said it all year but just top to bottom great team i think you would be a lot happier if you had chubb instead of hilaire in that spot uh at running back and uh i think you'd be fine with claypool over cup so i'm happy that you made that trade with me but Drake is looking good right now, and I think you can plug him in no problem. Uh, you got two good tight ends, actually, which isn't very often you can say that. So uh, between Tunyon and Gronk, pretty happy with that for you. Um, Rodgers and Adams have a pretty good schedule to finish out the uh, Metcalf just looks like a beat. And I think Nux had a tough go of it, but I trust him to bounce back. Um, he's, what, top five at least? Yeah in talent so he'll have a rough game this next week versus the rams but he gets giants philly San francisco to finish out the year you gotta like that chance so um you take the top spot warner um ranking so let me ask you um so it like if you're warner doesn't concern you at all that you're starting four packers i mean like yeah you could you could slot out gronk for tanyan based on the matchup but if the packers win a game like 17 to like 10 or like 14 to 7 you know and four your got like and there's only two touchdowns to go around you know three of your position players um and your defense puts up a decent decent score like you feel comfortable trotting that out at least now okay so philly detroit carolina tennessee those are the games he has left um if that was any tougher than yeah but the only thing that actually concerns me is weather in uh green bay if the weather is awful that does concern me. Like if they're playing Saturday night and Sunday night in week 15, 16, if it's snowing at night, wind's blowing too much, they decide to run the ball. Yeah, that would definitely scare me off a bit. But uh, I don't know. I just think Rogers is going to figure out a way to get Adams the ball. I don't think it matters. Yep, yeah. yeah. and you can't think that Edwards Alaire is going to be down for four points next week and, you know, going into the playoffs. So I agree with most of it. Um, pretty much chalk rankings um but you were predicting the playoffs so um all you folks go listen back to the tape and give him shit when he's wrong um so with that barber um i think it's the point in the show correct me if i'm wrong but where we give out the big dick award of the week um so uh, I'll, i'll let you uh say who won the award all right so my captain america big dick award of the week um right that we're we're gonna go to kale's team we're gonna look past the cheaters and we're gonna go to the that rookie running back anio gibson putting up three touchdowns in my face now if i'm gonna have anyone score three touchdowns in my face i think he's one of the top five that i would choose he's a great player (laughs) he plays for a, a team that loves to football um yeah you just gotta look at that shining example about 25 minutes away from my house and uh gibson's looking great this year hopefully they can 
get him a team around him that can actually play along with uh, what's him and McLaurin, basically. That's all they have on offense. So tell me how much uh, how much of this pie is you just being a little I told you so about Gibson and nominating him because he blew up. Yeah, I mean he he legit blew up like even more than Fuller did. So I mean you put up one fifteen and three. Uh, it's tough to go against if you put up three touchdowns. Of course, when you have two guys that put up three touchdowns, it looks less impressive on your team. Um, but Kel's going to lose anyway, so it doesn't matter. So. Um, <laughs> This has got to be the most touchdowns I've ever seen on a team that even has a chance to lose. Like he has six touchdowns from his two running backs, like crazy. I thought I thought Fuller had three touchdowns too, but he just had 171 yards to go with his only two touchdowns. So tough break there. Damn, I can't believe Wentz put up 22, looking as bad as he did the other night. Um, yeah. All right. Well deserving award i can't think of anyone who would even match or meet the criteria obviously tyree kill um and a couple other performances but they're the high-end players and we look for the big dicks so i agree with you um and now what do we do brandon we go to next week's previews correct that is correct you got it okay we're gonna pull up the previews we're pulling up the previews would you like to start with uh would you like to start with Starner and Dakota? Let's start with Starner versus Dakota. I think that's a good okay. start, starting point. Pivotal matchup. This is a pivotal matchup because Dakota needs to win this one. Um, coming off a disappointing score and performance this week. Um, but he's got Antonio Brown and the Bucks on the bye. Same with Curtis Samuel. Um, Kyler Murray getting the projection. We're used to seeing a normal 25 um, but I guess if you're going to slot in Judy, uh, for Antonio Brown or even maybe, maybe T Higgins, um, but he's going against Miami. Um, I re- I, I kind of like Jerm to play spoiler here and just, uh, you know, taking the equation out for Dakota. Yeah. You got Waller against the Jets. I think Jerm's key to winning is basically Deshaun and Waller. The hardest thing for for Germ is that I don't think Deshaun does anything this week. So I honestly, if I was Germ, I would pivot from Deshaun this week. You lose Fuller, you go up against a tough indie team. I think you have to go out and get someone off the waiver wire to have a chance this week. And there's been guys every week off the waiver wire that have been good. So Germ, go get someone, play some spoiler. Um, I mean, I think Hill's going to do fine against Denver. I think Cooks is going to, like, I know it's indie, but he's going to be the only one there. So... You could see a big game from him for sure. Um, Minnesota's defense has been better, but I think Robinson still does his thing. Um, does do you know if Taylor's going to be off the COVID nineteen list? That that's, um, a, that's a big one because he was looking better. So if he's able to, um, yeah, but like that would be good. If yeah, um, do we know if Swift's playing next weekend? Because if um, uh, yeah, honestly, it's way too early to. Be doing a preview when we haven't even had the week twelve. Yeah, because I was gonna say you could. I mean, you could throw him. You know, um, you know, if if you didn't want to play Hill, and you know, just slot in Juju, um, who might have something favorable going against Washington. And yeah, Dakota's gonna have to make a move. Um, in a must win, a must win to make the chase. Um, so who do you, who do you, who do you think's gonna make, who's gonna win this one? So I'm gonna lean Dakota on this, unfortunately. Um, I have him ranked higher in the rankings because I thought he was going to win this matchup. I just think Kyler's going to get it done over 
Deshaun right now. I can't tell who Jerm is going to play, so it's tough for me to say. Uh, I don't think losing Brown or Samuel is going to kill Dakota's team. And if there's any team that <laughs> Dakota's running backs are going to bounce back against, it's going to be the Jets and the Falcons. Um, Jacobs gets the Jets. Kamara gets the Falcons. They're going to get points. And I unfortunately don't see it for Germ losing uh, Fuller for Watson, getting that tough matchup. It's it's a tough one-two punch for that. And he really needed like a 40-point game out of Watson to go his way. All right, so you're going you're gonna to lean Dakota. And for the purposes of myself, selfishly, uh, I'm going to take Starner, hoping that he can just uh, deal Dakota a loss and make my job easier. So, moving on to the next matchup, would you like to do? Would you like to do the weak ass pussies versus the Gooning Gang, Gooning Gang, Gooning Gang? I'll follow your lead, Captain. My Captain. I am hosting. This chair is comfy. All right, so the weak-ass pussies projected 127 against Gooning Gang's 134. Um, doesn't look like they're not going to have to make too many moves to make the lineups work. Uh, maybe a little tinkering if you believe Juice Landry and he's going to repeat himself. You know, maybe you think about a flex, but I think these two teams are ready to go, and I just think Cook has too much firepower. Yeah, I mean, you got Young Ho down there as the the secret weapon, but <laughs> that anchor, anchor leg. Unfortunately, he's looking at Justin Tucker against the Cowboys. So, if there's anyone that can equal out Young Ho, it's Justin Tucker. And I think that Saints defense might shut the the Falcons down pretty good. Um, they've been looking really good recently, and um, I mean, I do think they'll score, but. I don't think he's going to get his twins, so I'm just looking at Cook's team. It looks pretty ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. I think you sub out Gus Edwards probably for um, CMC. If he, oh, CMC is on bye. Never mind. Um, yeah, I guess he is kind of down a bit, so um, we'll see if he goes waiver wire at all or if he does roll with Gus Edwards. Um, it'll be interesting there. Yeah, and... I'm looking at Garrett. I'm looking at Garrett's team, and like I think just he has a couple tough matchups. You know, at some of his you know um, you know big point positions, like um, Josh Allen. You know, going to San Francisco uh, is going to be a tough one. Um, Atlanta playing New Orleans, whose defense has been light out, lights out recently. And uh, you know, if you're going to continue to roll with Fulgham, I. Don't see how that offense puts up a bunch of points um, at Green Bay. So um, he's got to have a couple things break his way. Um, I'm going to lean Goody Gang on this one. What do you think? I agree. And uh, just kind of looking at Garrett's team, like it, it's tough because he started out as everyone's number one guy. And right now, if he loses this game, I'm not sure if he gets in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out um i don't have all the math done in my head but i believe that would probably knock them knock them out if dk wins um i think dk has points so um mm. i'm not sure how it all plays out but we'll we'll let the uh the system sort that out i guess it's all gonna be sorted by next monday hopefully um all right we're moving on to well, probably not we'll... probably not next monday because they already have a tuesday night game with baltimore and dallas but but next they already two... Yeah, there's already a Tuesday night game. Yeah, they moved uh, the Dallas game from Thursday to Tuesday because Dallas or Baltimore plays on Wednesday night. So Jesus Christ, and they didn't want to do an extra bye week. This is so stupid. <laughs> I, I was thinking the other day they should have done it like the EPL does it, 
you know, and just like start in October and then just run through March, you know, and just have planned weeks off, you know, with the holidays and stuff. Like who wouldn't want to see a March Super Bowl? Like, and the thing is they're so, they're so inconsistent with how they're doing it. Like Baltimore loses their quarterback. Let's hold it out for as many days as possible. Denver loses, Denver loses every single quarterback. Let's have them play. Like make up your mind on what, what roles you're doing and be consistent at least. It's fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid that they're forcing this through. And then let's have the game at Wednesday at three three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. So I guess we'll move on to my matchup. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, going against Yogi um, in a must win for your boy. Um, looking at my lineup, I haven't said it yet, um, but. Obviously, the big goose egg for Brady at the top with the Bucks being on the bye. I am going to have to pick up someone, but I think I can find a serviceable, you know, 18 to 20 in there. Um, and something, I mean, these projections are, have not been adjusted yet, but, um, Yogi having two receive, a receiver, uh, Mike Evans and Ronald Jones on the bye, um, uh, and not much on the bench to plug in besides Julio. Um, yeah, I got to do everything I can to win, but at least I feel pretty good that I can do it. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? The fact that Yogi's projected like 89 points and Russell Wilson's projected 37, that's just hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you don't have much of a team behind that if he's basically one third of your points off projection. Um, but yeah, if he gets Julio back, if he gets, uh, he could throw in Kansas City. I believe they have their quarterbacks back, so maybe. Maybe not the greatest, but probably do want us to roll that if we get James mm-hmm. Conner back from COVID. Um, I mean, he has a chance to give you a run. Um, but I do like Carson against the Giants. I think he is a great running back. I think he'll get the job done there. I think Gallman can get the job done on the other side of that game. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, you've you got it right now, but it'll be interesting. I think New England actually will give it up to Mike Williams more than they will to Keenan Allen, so that'll be good for you. Um, I think they're going to focus on Allen and not so much Williams. So, um, right. yeah, it'll be interesting. I need to see who you get at quarterback. But like I was saying in the Jerns matchup, there's always a guy to grab off of the waivers, so, uh, whether that's Kirk Cousins or Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan even. Like, there's plenty of guys out there. So, um, right. I definitely think you can find someone. Yep, got to pick up a quarterback and a defense. Uh, no way I'm starting Giants D against Seattle. Um, yeah, I- I'm expecting around 120, which I think will be enough uh, to beat the last team in the league. I'm sorry, Yogi. Um, but I got to root for myself in order to make the chase. So I'm going to lean me. Um, it sounds like you're going to lean me as well. Is that correct? Yeah, give Yogi a clean death heading into his, his first pick next year. He's gonna take right now. Who do you think he's gonna take? I think he's a CMC guy. I I would go. I don't yeah, see the volume. I don't think anyone's volume, going Dalvin number healthy. one if it's not Cook. So yeah, and Cook can't keep him again, right? No, he was a first rounder. Oh, poor Cook. All right, there it is. Me gonna win, sneak in, and just you know, I cannot wait to climb this ladder and just do the ultimate managing job that this league has ever seen. Um, it will be legendary. You'll tell your kids about it. But All right, Barber, uh, moving on. Uh, we're going to go to your matchup, actually. Um, you're squaring off against the big old sweethearts, uh, Mr. Matt Smith 
predicted only 94 points right now. He still has to plug in someone for Godwin. Um, don't think he's going to be able to use Hinton again uh, at the wide receiver slot. Um, I mean, you're projected to take this one by 40 anyway. Um, I think Matt's going to give you his best punch, but uh, I think you're pretty safe going into this week. What do you think? Yeah, unfortunately for Matt, I think I'm going to probably be able to roll him here. Um, I think I get some bounce back games from a couple guys. Um, I think Kelsey is going to light it up. Yeah, I don't think there's much to say about this matchup. It's going to be tough for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to go with Hill again. Um, it's just like he has Hunt who versus Tennessee, but I think Chubb is going to outscore him by like 10 points. And then I don't see who he's going to sub in to, at wide receiver right now that's going to make me scared because it's between like Beasley if Chark comes back or like if Ayuk comes off the COVID. Like, none of those guys really scare me, so... Right. He's probably already planning the scenarios for who he's going to take third, but you, know, you, sh- you should try to do a points bet with him. Um, I'm literally never one of one of those when I've offered and someone's <laughs> turned me down, so I think I'm going to stay off the points bets. If someone wants to points bet me, I might accept, but I don't think I'm going to offer any of Oh, you're going to get drunk during the playoffs, and you're going to talk some shit, and you're going to convince fucking Dakota or something uh, to take you up on that bet. I think he, he's drunk. probably the one guy who I would actually be able to beat in a points bet just because he would tilt so hard. And it would, <laughs> karma would just tilt back in my favor. The chat would be entertaining. I would give you that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think I'm going to lean you on this one. You know, I think you're going to get that by. Um, Matt, you can't say you didn't try. Made all the moves, literally all the moves. Um, but Well, I wouldn't get the buy because we both projected Cook to win. So I would end up having to play that week but let's go Garrett. oh, really? oh no and you oh. you predicted garrett i believe so actually in your world in your scenario i would get the buy so yeah i'll give that to you you were you were correct on there <laughs> accidentally um but <laughs> either way i think you're safe um you guys are both safe in your respective positions um so we're going on to probably the most intriguing matchup of week 13 a lot on the line, obviously, um, but it is because I got Lachai, projected 135, uh, going against Godwin was one of us, um, projected 148 right now, and I don't see many moves, um, either team making, Kale notorious for setting his lineups weeks in advance, so you know he's looked at this a bunch, um, Maybe uh, Drake, um, if you're feeling something, um, if you if you don't think Cup has a good matchup against Arizona, but um, I see him coming on a, a, a bounce back. Um, I want to get your thoughts first because I know I know you've kind of looked at this one a little closely. So I'm gonna actually surprise and say I think Warner is gonna get upset this. So I like a lot of Warner's team. I think this is gonna be a very high scoring matchup, but. I think Kale has a secret weapon, and that secret weapon is the fact that uh, I just love Miles Sanders against Green Bay, and we just saw what what Monty did against him. I think Miles Sanders has a big bounce-back game. I think they give him 20 carries. I think he gets about 30 or so points. Uh, Gibson has a tough matchup against Pittsburgh, but I think he has that backfield now. He's still going to put up respectable points. I think Henry is just going to be on a tear um, I think he's putting up 30 a week, no doubt. Lockett's probably going to bounce back against the Giants. And, yeah, he has Metcalf on the other side. So that's 
it's going to lean Metcalf, obviously, but I think Lockett can take that matchup or at least even it out a bit. I like Keenan Allen. I do think New England will shut him down a bit, but I still think he's a high chance to get a touchdown every week. Between Devontae Parker and Thielen, I hope Thielen comes off COVID list. I believe he did test uh, negative or something like that, or... I don't know. I think he might be playing with what I meant. But gotcha. if you get Thielen versus Jacksonville, I think that's a good matchup for him. But even either way, you get Devontae Parker versus Cincinnati. So um, you like either way. You go with that one. I don't like Cam Newton versus the Chargers, but it's not the worst in the world. But Fitzpatrick against Cincinnati, I do like that one. So I would say if Fitz is starting, I would roll him. Absolutely. Um, um yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, you kind of got me talk convinced a little bit by the way your rationale is. I mean, yeah, Kale. Now that he's finally embraced Gibson, um, with with Henry, you know, and Sanders having that good matchup, like you mentioned, um, that that's a good that's a good foundation to put up, you know, like a score in the mid, you know, hundreds. So, yeah, I mean, with Lockett kind of balancing out, you know. Metcalf, um, I, I I would like to think that it comes down to that because, you know, if they both put up 15, then there's going to be a hole somewhere else. But um, I don't know. I think I'm still going to lean, you know, Warner on this one. You know, even, I mean, as bad as Philly looked the other night, their defense actually, like, like held up a little bit, at least in that first half. Um, so, like I said, Green Bay is going to have to be good for – you know, Warner to be good, and I think Philly might have just given up, you know, the rest of the season. So I'm going to lean Warner, you know, and that means Kale's going to have to have some things break his way. Um, I'm sorry, Kale, but um, just looking at what I see right now, um, I'm going to take Warner on this one. Yeah, and at the end of the day, um, this means a lot more to Warner than it does to Kale, honestly, because I feel like Kale, he doesn't have a chance at the number one seed, um, in my opinion, because I think cook is in my opinion going to win out so he he's not going to be able to touch him i think even if i think i'm the only one even at a chance to re- reach him at record wise so at this point it's basically does kale want to be the two seed or the three seed i don't think either really met or sorry the three or the four seed doesn't really matter you're pay- playing the same person right yeah and his team's built to last so if he knows he's going to be in the playoffs you know he not saying it's a look ahead but um He's got to feel good, you know, going into the chase. So, big matchup, um, like you said, especially for Warner. Um, I'm going to lean Warner, and you're actually going to pick Kale. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kale. I think what you were saying with Philly's defense, I think that does hold up against Rodgers and Adams. Um, while I think they do do well, I don't think they go crazy. Um, I just like Kale's running back so much more. I think Eckler's going to be fine, but New England's going to look at the best thing, and it'll. I think that's a big determining factor is that game. Do they shut down Keenan Allen or do they decide that Eckler getting what? How many targets did he have last week? 20? I think he had 20 targets yeah, last week. He was the check down king. I think he had 20 targets last week. Um, I just, I look at something like that. I think Belichick going to say, okay, well, that's the guy I'm not letting beat me. I'm going to let the, the rookie try to beat me. So... I'm going to go Kale. Uh, I think it'll be t- a tough matchup for both of them. I think we could see 170 to put up in this game. Probably 160. Um, should be a good the matchup of the week, though. All right. Fireworks, fireworks. Can't wait to see what happens. What do you say, Barber? Is it time? I think it's time. I think it's time, too. Let's 
Go to the trivia! This is Jeopardy! All right, and we're back. It's that time of the night, fellas. Round three of trivia. Uh, This time we have on the host, the man who's heard more questions and has been able to pepper in commentary throughout. It is Barber, uh, taking on another founding member of the league, you know, uh, or was that year two? Um, Cook, top of the table, new challenger. Um, Excited to get this feud going. Um, It's been a little bit in the making. The first two rounds went pretty well. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. I think you guys know a lot about the league. You're both kind of historians of the game. Um, I'm excited to test this knowledge. Let's go. Bring it on, Barber. All right. So we're going to get this started by, we're going to figure out who goes first. So Barber, I am thinking I'm staring at a number right now. It's the ABV on the can of beer I'm drinking. Barber. Five. I was going to ask. I was going to ask if the alcohol percentage was odd or even. Oh, well, odd then. It's even. So, Cook, you have the choice. Would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go first. Fuck it. All right. All right, so just a little refresher. You're each going to have five questions about your own personal history in the league, your teams, and uh, trends throughout the years, and then we are going to do... 10 questions of general history knowledge um, and hopefully that will determine a champion. I do not have any tiebreaker questions, so um, one of you is just going to have to be better than the other. Cook, are you ready for your first question? I am ready. Alright, Cook, your first question. How many times have you made the playoffs in the chase for Stephen McGee? You joined in 2010? 2011? And how many times have you made the playoffs in the chase for Stephen McGee? I want to guess two. Your answer is two. (laughs) Yep. There are going to be multiple choice. You know, it all balances out like we did before. This was just kind of a name it. And Cook, you have made the chase for Stephen McGee three times, actually. You're selling yourself a little bit short. Sell a little bit, selling yourself short. You got it wrong, but you did do better. Uh, you made the chase in 2011 as a fifth seed. You made it in 2015 as a three seed, and in 2019, last year as the two seed. Dang, so. I don't remember the first one, and I was thinking you were adding this year because I'm practically a lock. But dang, playoffs haven't started yet, Cook. Come on, man. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barber. First question: In 2015. You were Kung Su Panda. Please sort these players by the order in which you drafted them. Gonna name three players, sort them by the order in which you drafted them. Drew Brees, Alshon Jeffrey, Greg Olson. Okay. And do we, am I allowed to ask, do we have keepers back in 2015? We did not. Okay. Because Greggy was on my team a lot. Drew Brees, Alshon Jeffrey, Greg Olson. In what order did you draft those players? I'm going to say Breeze, Olsen, Jeffrey. Ooh, I'm sorry, Barbara. That's incorrect. You actually drafted Alshon Jeffrey in the third round. That was the first pick out of the three. Drew Breeze in the fifth and Olsen in the sixth. Literally as wrong as possible. Oh, that was very wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
was very good see, start. Good start. Maybe I made. It. See, I told you, I make these shit too hard. All right, Cook. Second question. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Cook. The year is 2016. You had the following players on your team for most of the season in 2016. Who got you the most points out of these three players that were on your team? Allen Robinson, Julian Edelman, Brandon Marshall. Allen Robinson, Julian Edelman. Yep, and Brandon Marshall. Out of those three, who got you the most points that year? Oh, man. I'm going to take a wild guess and say it was Julian Edelman. Cook, your answer is Julian Edelman, the person who got you the most points in 2016. And that is correct. That is correct. Damn. I was going to say it was going to be Allen Robinson. No, I remember I got him that year and he did done nothing. Yep. Edelman got you 189. Allen Robinson got you 170. And Brandon Marshall got you 134. All right. It is two or one to nothing. Cook with Barbara getting his second question. Barbara, second question. All right. So, Barbara, everyone knows you have a history um, with Zeke Elliott. Um, and some say the story became legend with a controversial trade that was vetoed in 2017 with a Mr. Ian Pittenger. Do you remember that exchange? I do. All right. I am going to name five names and you have to tell me three that were involved in the package. Okay. In this infamous 2017 trade with Ian, um, did a big blockbuster deal that was vetoed. I'm going to name off five names. Kelvin Benjamin. Samaj P. Ryan, C.J. Anderson, Cooper Cup, Mike Gillisley. Which three of those were involved in that trade? I know C.J.A. was for sure. Uh, say Mike Gillisley. Who were the other two? Kelvin Benjamin and Samaj P. Ryan. Mm, I'm gonna go K.B. So your answer is Kelvin Benjamin, C.J. Anderson, and Mike Gillisley. Yeah. <sighs> Barber. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Oof. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Samaj P. Ryan was in that trade. Yeah. With Kelvin Benjamin and Mike Gillisley. So you didn't, C.J. Anderson was not in that package. You felt so confident a... about that one. Well, Did you try and hose pit? Is that what it was? I Well, there was two different trades that got vetoed. I feel like C.J.A. was in one of them. Well, he was getting, you were getting Zeke in return, right? And then he like was hurt. And oh, Pitt didn't I was know thinking about it. I was actually thinking about the one where we traded with Lev Bell. CJ was in that one, mm. so I was thinking of a different trade. But okay. or was that when Z- when Zeke got suspended? I have no idea. For uh, I forget. All right, Should've I don't remember trying research. to trying to trade for Zeke. Honestly, whatever. One nothing. Let's go, baby. One, one nothing. Round three. All right, Cook. Your third question. Um, all right, Cook. Reflective of your record. Um, you actually currently hold some decent records for this season, but just for this season. Um, out of these five categories, which two do you currently hold the record for? This is just this year in the chase for season McGee. Most points by drafted players in a single week. Most receiving yards in a single week. Least receiving yards in a single week. Lowest average points scored by your kicker easiest strength of schedule out of those five categories which two do you own the record for currently in the chase 
All right, so most points by drafted players, most receiving, least receiving, easiest strength, and what was the other one? Lowest points, lowest average points scored by your kicker. I'm going to go with easiest strength to schedule. Okay. And um, I'm going to go with least receiving yards. All right, you're going with easiest strength of schedule and least receiving yards in a single week. Correct. All right. Cook, that is correct. Let's that is go. correct. Nice you, are, you move up to you up to two nothing. Um, you actually own three of the records that I listed. I gave you a little bit of wiggle room there. You own you also own most receiving yards in a single week. Was that last <laughs> and, week? Uh, no, fun fact, your receivers put up five hundred and three uh, yards against Barber in week one and then put up 130 versus Kale the next week for the least. In back-to-back weeks, you got you got the most and the least. I remember being That's... pissed about that. I was like, he went off against me and <laughs> shit against Kale. Well, I should have started Justin Herbert week two. I would have beat Kale had I started Justin Herbert because I think he went for like 38 points that week. Mm. And that was what lost me. I, I stuck with I had Drew Brees, and I was talking shit with Cam Newton. Anyways, hell yeah. Two up, two nothing. <laughs> All right, Barbara, your third question. Here we go. All right, Barbara, you, like me, uh, are part of uh, the gilded age of Stephen McGee champions, you know, um, founders and architects of this fine league that asserted our dominance early um, and definitely don't have anything to prove a decade later, you know, without a title. Um, totally just validated for life. Uh, you beat me in the finals in 2012. You know, that one stung a lot. We all remember where we were. Um, but <laughs> who did you beat in the semis to get to the finals to beat me? Was it Kale, Garrett, or Matt? Ooh. In your championship, in your championship run in 2012, you beat me in the finals. Who did you beat in the semifinals? Well, I know Garrett. I don't think he would have made the playoffs, and I just I think that because that would have been his. So I'm gonna say not Garrett, and then between Matt and Kale, I think I remember beating Kale. So I'm gonna go with him. Barbara, your answer is Kale to beat in the semis, and. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, you beat Matt. You I'm beat so Matt in the this. semifinals. I'm so bad at oh, this. Oh man, I'm asking you to dig deep. You really? I mean, I stare at this stuff all like while I'm making these questions, and like <laughs> it, it, it seems, it, you know, I'm starting to piece together the years, but I don't know if I could pull this stuff out being cold. But yep, you beat Matt in the semis. So Cook. With a 2-0 lead, plenty of game left, plenty of game left, plenty of questions to make it up. Um, Cook, your fourth question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right, Cook. This is actually kind of a new question, um, like a a style of question I've never asked before. Uh, Cook is one of the founding members of the league uh, with the first chase starting back in 2010. Um, Barber is also a founding member. Um, Cook? You faced off against Barber, including the playoffs, 14 times in the entire history of the chase. Within one, how many did you win? Oh, that's a tough one. 14 times. How many times did I win within yep. one? Yep. I'm, I'm going to go with six. 
Your final answer is six. Six. That's my answer my is four, just to, just to throw it in there. Cook. In the amount of times that you've played Barber, which is 14 times in the history of the chase, you have only beaten Barber four times. Oh, you've oh, only man. beaten him four times. <laughs> That's a shame. I can get your your questions, Cook. I just can't get my own. Yeah. You, guys, you guys have only been in the same division three times. 2013, 2015, 2016, when you played each other twice. Uh, Cook, you got swept uh, in 2015, 2016, um, going 0 for 2. Um, you did. You have beaten Barber um, in the last three years you've played him, though. So, you know, turning the tide a little I bit. I feel like my real reign has just started. You know, back in, like, high school, I, I didn't get serious. But now we're in the 11th <laughs> year, and, you know, I, I feel the pressure. It only so, took him 11 sure. years to really care. It only took me 11 years. <laughs> took a decade to care. Hey, man, it's the only league I care about. That's Amen. Cool. All right, Barber. Fourth question. He left the door open for you. 2 nothing. Barber's fourth question. All right, Barber. In 2013, you were Paula Deen's Negroes. And, of course, we know you're comfortable <laughs> dropping... We know you're comfortable dropping the N-word. We've seen you your Twitter history. That was just... That was an um, autocorrect. Yeah, okay. Um, Cam Newton scored you the most points for your team that season. Um, but who got you the second most? Um, was it Antonio Brown, Ryan Matthews, or Calvin Johnson? Ooh. Oh, damn. Which one? It's a good receiving core. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Calvin Johnson. I'd say Calvin Johnson. All right, your answer is Calvin Johnson, who got you the second most points on your team in 2017 when you were Paul Dean's Negroes. Very offensive. And that is correct. Woo, it was Calvin Johnson. And the whole point of that name was because she was offensive. Like, let's be honest. She right. was an OG cancel. My, yeah, my picture is literally her whipping people, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, yo, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god now he's back in the game barber back in the game plenty of game all right cook's fifth question to end the personal section of trivia cook in 2014 you were hugh jazz dick um you know one of the first times you decided to run back your team name for another year and um you know looking through it it, it i remember it was still just as funny as it was the first time um, <laughs> Cook, I want you to sort these players in the order in which you drafted them. 2014 Hugh Jazdick draft order. Cam Newton, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Johnson. I'm going to go Le'Veon, Cam, Chris. No, Le'Veon Bell, Cam Newton, and then Chris Johnson. Cook, that is correct. Let's that go. Very, very correct. <laughs> Let's Woo! go. That's a Le'Veon, big one. Le'Veon in the second, Cam in the third, Chris Johnson in the sixth. Never a doubt. That was impressive. That was good. Barber. All right. You sweating yet, Barber? A little bit. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Probably need to take that off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just switch over here. Barber, you got one more question. Um, pull over here. All right, Brandon, your fifth question to pull within one. Brandon, you lost in the finals to Germ Squad 
in quite an embarrassing fashion in 2015, uh, getting dusted by 76 points in the finals. You started Ben Roethlisberger in Baltimore the championship week. How many points within four did he score for you in the championship matchup against Germ Squad within four points? Can I know my overall score, or is that is that going to give it away to me? Uh, that is not on hand at the moment. I just know <laughs> I, the, 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 this was the, the, Brandon. To be honest with you, when we decided we were going to do trivia again, this was the first question I wrote, and it was like, "Yep, Brandon lost by seventy six points one time." <laughs> how much? How I, I remember that season. I had him and uh, Tony, crazy Tony, and uh, that was basically my whole team. Mm. I'm gonna say. I think, I, I think you were in the low hundreds. Um, I, I want to say it was literally like a hundred. Um, because I was surprised I even made the finals that year when I was looking back for trivia questions. Um, I'm gonna say. Within, yeah, within what four? Within four. How many points did Big Ben get you in the championship match played in Baltimore? I'm gonna say fifteen. <sighs> Barber, your answer is fifteen. And I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Mm. Ben got Roethlisberger got you four and a half points. Yeah. In the, I, in the I knew it wasn't a lot. I was thinking it was closer to like 11 or something. But I knew it wasn't We're, a lot. Really let you down there. Yeah. Um, Baltimore's defense was really good then. Um, all right, so what's that put it at? 3-1 going into the general questions. Yep, this is where I'll shine. This is where I'll shine. Okay. All right. We'll see, Barber. We will keep the order just to continue continuity here. All right. All right, Cook. The first question, the general questions of the chase. In the history of the chase, how many times has someone swept their division in the regular season? In the entire history of the chase, how many times has someone swept their division? Two times, three times, or five times? Ooh, I'm going to go with the low number, lucky number two. You think it's two times that someone has ever swept their division, and that is correct. Let's go. That is correct. <laughs> Cook. <laughs> Cook coming out of nowhere. This is incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. I did it in 2011, and Kale did it in 2012, and it hasn't happened since. I would have picked Yogi one of those years. Yeah. All right, Barber, the exact opposite. How many times has someone gone winless in their division? In the entire history of the chase, how many times has someone gone winless in the division? One time, two times, or three times? Three. You think someone has gone over three times in the division? That's your final answer? Yeah. Barber, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It only happened one time. Barber, Barber, this is not a good look for you so far. Um, Who was it? Was it Yogi? It was it was Germ Squad in 2018. Damn, I thought oh, Yogi had like man. two in there himself. Then I'd throw yeah. someone else in there randomly. There was lots of one and sixes. Um, yeah, a couple, a couple two and fives, but only one zero oh and seven. Um, so. All right, Barber, it's 4-1, 4-1 now. So, got some work to do, but maybe throw some, throw, throw some steals in there. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll do some steals. We'll do some steals. All right, Cook, 
Who has the? <laughs> all right, all right, Cook. Who has the most league medals so far this year? Those little stupid medals for just doing stuff on Yahoo. Who has the most league medals this year? Garrett, Kale, Barber, or you? I'm gonna guess myself. You're gonna guess yourself that you have the most league medals? Yes. Cook, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Barber, do you wanna steal? I would like to steal and say Kale. All right, you're stealing and saying Kale at 22. That is also incorrect. Barber, you have the, you have the most medals. You have those. Oh, you have the, aren't those sponsored by like Chevy Silverado or something? I always see trucks whenever. I don't know. I used to like, look at them and be like, okay, I need to get this medal and this medal and this medal. But <laughs> this year I literally haven't looked at them at all. And I guess I'm still winning. <laughs> like some kind of Boy Scout bullshit. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I, I I made a trade proposal while I was sitting on the toilet. If Give I were you, I, I would have thrown Matt in there because I would have picked Matt 100%. Because That's true. He feels like someone who would look at that. <laughs> That's true. All right, Barber, you need a point here. Barber, the year is 2015. Which one of these receivers had the most points scored that year? Just overall, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, or Odell Beckham? 2015? Yep. Antonio Brown. I'm guessing Antonio Brown. And that is correct, Barber. He was on my team, right? That was that was the Big Ben Tony game. Yep. Tony. Yep, that's why I picked you. I was like, well, he was on your team, Barber, so I hope you remember it. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if it was too right. early or not, but yeah, I guess that would have been one of his first years. All right. 4-2, 4-2. Steals in effect. Cook is going to have to close this out strong. All right, Cook. In the year... 2018, which team had the highest scoring defense? Which team had the highest scoring defense in fantasy in 2018? Baltimore, the Rams, or Chicago? I'm going with Chi-Town. Guessing Chicago over the Rams and Baltimore in 2018. Cook, that's correct. Let's go. Cook. Holy shit. He's just pulling these out, man. He's not letting you. He's not giving you an inch on these. (laughs) He's not giving you an inch. When did the Rams go to the Super Bowl? 2018. Yeah. So, and then that was the year Chicago won the division, I think. Yeah, that was their year. They had like three losses. That was was Nagy's first year. Yeah, the one year Trubisky actually did something. Chicago was first, Baltimore was second, the Rams were third. Yeah. Yeah. I was picking and they just Bears got Khalil Mack. Yeah, that was that year. All right, Barber, keep it interesting here. Five two. All right. Okay, so 2018 was actually the first year of the keeper, or at least that's what Yahoo recognizes as keepers. Did, did Kale enter those manually in 2017? I think, I think he did. All right. Well, regardless, this is when Yahoo started keeping track of keepers. Was 2018. Who did Yogi keep as his keeper in 2018? Was it Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, or Yogi didn't keep anyone that year? Uh, it was Nuck. Who else? Odell Beckham, or he didn't keep anyone. I'm going to say he didn't keep anyone. All right, you don't think he kept anyone in 2018? Barber, he kept DeAndre Hopkins. He kept oh, DeAndre. Oh, Barber! <laughs> 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 I wanted you to hang Barber. 
I didn't even make the questions mean because I wanted to be competitive, Barber. <laughs> All right. All right. Maybe I'll trip up Cook here. With this I should have one. known he would have kept someone because he doesn't make any moves. So he probably had plenty of. Yeah, I think Hopkins like blew up that year too. Um, all right, Cook, within four, how many transactions does Matt have right now this year? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to say 108. Your answer is 108. You have to be within four. But Cook, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, that is incorrect. I thought he got it, man. Barber with the steal if you want it. Within four, how many transactions does Matt have this year? So, Cook, what'd you guess? One oh eight. I'm gonna go one fourteen. One fourteen. Um. So you said? Maybe. Hold on. <laughs> Let's go one eighteen. Oh, one eighteen. Let's go one eighteen. All right, Barbie. Your answer is one eighteen. <laughs> you were both five off. It's one thirteen. Oh, oh, so <laughs> I would have been right if I one fourteen. You oh, should have kept it. Dude, I was thinking, I was thinking, I should have went higher because he clipped the hundred a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And I, I now, mean, he, he, Brown, can we notification? Can you check that right, right now? Because I, I don't trust that Matt hasn't made a move since you made that question. That was as of like <laughs> two hours ago, so you could be right. You definitely could be right. Can we, can we check that? Just double confirm because if I get one more, I'm right, right? Yeah. Yep. If he made one more move in the past Come three, on, Matt. two, three hours. Ah, uh, what did I say? One thirteen. Oh my gosh. Nope. Yes, he, he hasn't made any moves. Damn it, unfortunately. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He will by tomorrow morning, though. Those waivers yeah. are going to be popping. You give it five minutes, and he'll probably get a notification that Matt dropped someone. All right. We'll circle back to that then. Um, all right, so it's still 5-2. Um, and it is Barber's question. All right. Barber, in 2016, within one, what round did Pitt draft his defense? Within one round in 2016, did Pitt draft his defense? So you got to get a quarterback, right? That's one. Three wide receivers, that's four. <laughs> Two running backs, six tight end. That's seven. I think round eight. I'm gonna go round eight. He just went in line, <laughs> went for his defense after that. <laughs> just, just checking off the boxes. Maybe, maybe you <laughs> went round nine because you got a flex in there. Let's go round nine. All right. So you're saying round nine instead of round eight? Mm, no. Let's go round eight. All right. Oh shit. <laughs> in 2016, Pitt drafted. The Seattle defense in the seventh round, oh. which made, uh, which I felt like I was leading you with the the double check, but you were within one. You were within one, so you guess in the guess the eighth That's draft. Cool I just I went back to my first uh, my first guess because it screwed me last time when I guessed one fourteen and switched it. Legion of Boom, baby! God, All right, love Pitt. <laughs> five three. You could tie this up. If if Cook gets this wrong, you steal it, and then you hit your last question. We could be tied. Ooh. And uh, so this is heating up. All right. Clutch it out, Cook. Clutch. Cook, last year, we had the draft at Starner's apartment. Most of us had a good time. 
fun was had by all. Pizza, beer, drafting. Um, but Kale indulged a little bit too much that evening. Um, can you name the team and player of the jersey he was wearing as he threw up in the Sheets parking lot that evening? Couldn't even question. grip. The, couldn't even grip the sharpie. Refused to rank the managers. What? Refused to get a Gatorade when we told him to sober up. Got a dip instead. Yep. (laughs) Whose jersey was he wearing? Damn, damn, damn. Um, I'm gonna go... I'm just gonna throw throw it out there. I honestly have no idea. Talk me through it. Talk me through it. Do you have a team in mind? I'm thinking... So I have two teams. I'm thinking either the Steelers or uh, the Eagles. And those are those are pretty. Those are pretty too. Good guesses to narrow it down to. Yeah, I have a good guess here. Well, you should. You got to steal this. Um, I'm I'm going to go with. Uh, I want to say Alshon Jeffrey. I think he was wearing an Alshon Jeffrey jersey. Mm. Cook, that's incorrect. Brandon, do you think you know it to steal? So, I was the one holding Kale's hair back that night. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a white Fletcher Cox. E- oh, man. I bet. Oh, I bet you. oh, white Fletcher Cox jersey. Barber, that's also incorrect. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm sorry. <laughs> was, was it like a, it, a number in like the 50s or something? Yeah, it was a green Brandon Graham jersey. Oh, I knew it was in, uh, it was like in the 50s, and I thought Fletcher yep. Cox was like the only one I could think of. Would have never, I would have never guessed Brandon Graham. I know. Who, I'd have no idea who Brandon Graham is. <laughs> it's such like a bougie kale thing to do. It'd be like, yeah, I'm going to take Was it this, white? Like, g- was it white? No, it was green. Oh, so I didn't even get that right. I was drunk that night. No. So. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this defensive ends jersey. He's got a ton of upside. Not a lot of people know about him. It'll be sick. <laughs> God damn it, Kale, you hipster! <laughs> Just get a Fletcher Cox jersey like everyone else. <laughs> so, unfor- so that does seal the game for Cook. Cook wins this round, but we do have one more question, um, Barber. Um, and I employed some help with this one. Um, all right. To make it a one-point respectable loss, in Matt's opinion, who is the worst person in the league to work out a trade with? Are we saying all-time or current? Are the they- whole history, everything. All right. The okay. whole history, everything to do with setting up and pulling the trigger on a trade. Who is the worst person? I'm going to say germ. With? You're asking. You're saying it's germ. It was germ or and, pit. I gotta say germ. Yeah, I would say germ. <laughs> in my in my opinion, in my opinion, it's pit. But I'm gonna say germ. Well, you guys are both right because in all caps, Matt sent me <laughs> fucking Starner as the absolute worst person to deal with when trying to set up a trade. I've never. I don't think I've ever done one myself with him, but I can imagine getting him to send yeah bro let's, let's totally messages let's so totally do that trade bro oh bro i'm not so sure about it man oh bro <laughs> i'm not so i'm not trading them i'm keeping them next year bro the one time i traded with starner i woke up literally woke up 
And it, I just took <laughs> Brandon Cooks like the day before in waivers, and I woke up to a trade Brandon Cooks for Debo Samuel. And I just accepted it. Didn't talk to him at all. <laughs> <laughs> Did not talk to him about the trade at all. I just accepted it. And I think it's hilarious. I really think that's hilarious. <laughs> because there is no grinding him down to eventually accept something you want to do. It's just like, if you can get him to like send three consecutive text messages, you like you have a good shot. Or he'll just do no, a shot in the dark like get- that. He'll give you three consecutive. It'll just be all at once of him telling you, bro, you you need to do this trade. Like, <laughs> you need to give me your best player for these three players that I don't want on my bench. Dude, <laughs> but also, like, I'll be, like, I'll be working and I'll get it, I'll get it, like, three notifications from Yahoo <laughs> saying, oh, Willie Bros offered you a trade. And then I go in and I look. And it's there's no canceled. trade. <laughs> <It's canceled. laughs> let, me just, oh. let me just send this. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but, he, but he, it's like flirting. Oh my God. Well, good <sighs> job, Cook. Yep, Cook, you win that one. Congratulations. Um, man, it feels if like Kale, you just kind of. Kale wasn't such a hipster, I would have had this. That's true. If he just would have gone Fletcher Cox, you know, been a basic, you know, Philly fan. You might have had a chance, um, and I kind of dug into the archives to get into yours, um, Barber. So, <sighs> could have gone either way. You guys are both very knowledgeable about the league. You know, I, I kind of expect like a thirty percent hit rate on questions, and I think you guys were both right around there. So, um, good job to you both. Um, and I'm, I think this was a successful last trivia of the season. I think so, and I'm, I think I'm gonna throw out. Um get your bets in and see if anyone takes cook over giving zero hints to to how it went at all i'm gonna say if uh you want to get your trivia bets in go ahead and do it now cook or myself and uh we'll see if anyone can we can we do it like are you talking about just doing like a poll no i mean i want to see if people are putting money down because everyone seemed to go after me so it's basically who's going to go after you Oh yeah, that's true. I I don't. Think I was literally the only one who thought that you had a chance, <laughs> just because I thought Brown was gonna go deep on my questions. So I thought you would have a better chance. Man, I even gave you the steal opportunities too. Yeah, you but... you guys helped me out. It shouldn't have been as close as it was. I just I wasn't on my game. What can I say? It's it's tough to come up with these different styles too, because I like it. It was so easy in the beginning, just doing like. Who was your team name five years ago and shit like that? But like now I've asked forty questions or something like that, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we've only played so many years. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to sift through the archives. So I'm gonna have to get creative if I want to do this again. But uh, think, think how far we've come though. We used to do the write ups, and imagine how like remember how shitty those were. Like I look forward to them, but like there was a few times where like because if you were lowest points scored. You had to do the write-up, and I remember I I I was the lowest scored the one year, like at least like four or five weeks, and I was <laughs> dreading it every oh. fucking week, dude. <laughs> this is so much better doing the podcast with the trivia. Yep, we've oh. come a long way. Steven's come a long way. It's true, man. Like Barber, I think like you'll eventually be able to sell our story. You know, you have enough hours logged. You know, get us some real sponsors. You know, I mean, shout out to Anchor, but um, well, 
I we mean, just need I to keep throwing out the n-word a couple of times and I, i'm sure they'll all keep coming i want some like ball deodorant and like you know some body wash Wait. or something so obviously the scale is not like ridiculous or anything but like we're you're actually making money from this like very small amount but like i'm getting a penny per listen <laughs> we're up to 30 cents <laughs> that's crazy wait a penny per listen is that like is that us or is that those dudes that are like in fucking bangkok or wherever the fuck honestly i don't know if it was just our stuff that's messing up that we got a singapore and a germany person or if someone just randomly accidentally clicked on our thing um but yeah we're we're at an estimated audience of 17 man hey we're we're growing it that's crazy dude that's so crazy (laughs) so all organically it's all happened organically too shout out to all the all the people around the world listening (laughs) that's right this one goes out to you the guy in singapore just be happy there was not a tie this time and um (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll have a tournament of champions to crown an ultimate winner but i think that's gonna wrap it up for barbage time unless you guys got anything else you want to say to the people yeah i mean uh i'll give a, a quick we didn't give it during the uh, the actual show, but I'll give a recommendation. I just had a, a chocolate Yingling, the Hershey's one. Go get yourself a six pack of those if you can find them. They're great. They should make those. They year sell. Round. They sell them at Carlisle Beer and Cigars. See me on Mondays and Tuesdays <laughs> from five to nine, and Saturdays throughout the day. Cook, you give me a discount. I'll give all of you guys a discount. Oh, there you go. Fuck yeah, free beer. The Stephen McGee discount. There we go. Let's nice. go. You just gotta come. You just gotta come in and yell Stephen McGee, and then <laughs> you'll get the discount. That's By the way, we get. we definitely need to. Oh yeah, just just start yelling. Good again. Good again. Good again. Good again. And I'll just I'll just I'll just pop my trunk, and you'll know what that means. Let's <laughs> fill that shit. <laughs> but we definitely need to look on that one website to see if Stephen McGee's on there to get him to do a shout out for us. I forget what it's called. The one. Oh, the cameo. List. Yeah, he, we need to get a cameo of Stephen McGee for sure. I think Matt tried reaching out, and uh, like I think I he's think like we, pretty much. We would definitely like, throw in. For- yeah, there's no way he could charge more than like a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's, 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 we we would pay yeah. ten dollars a person. Kale, that goes into like. You're the rich commission fees. Just just make that happen for the next draft. Uh, don't worry. We'll get the <laughs> podcast rolling. That'll be chump change. Yeah. We just Perfect. need to get the we just need to get the uh, the Vimeo or the cameo from him, and all of a sudden the podcast will take off, and uh, you'll get your money back, Kale. Don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, thanks for coming on this week. It was. Barbara, I appreciate you letting me kind of have the host chair. I'm sure it wasn't as uh, fluid as a conversation as you have more sophisticated fantasy minds, but I think we still had fun and uh, we got some takes out there. And uh, good luck to everyone this week. Um, yeah, that was that was uh, that was a good time, guys. I, I really enjoyed it. But um, Barbara, say something in the group chat. Put them bets out. Let's see what people say. Yeah, let's see if we get any money on Cook. Because by now they're understanding that Cook won. So I'll try to keep it as neutral as possible in the chat. (laughs) All right, perfect. All right, fellas. Thanks for listening.